The following program is sponsored by Cleveland Right to Life and is responsible for its content. Welcome to From the Median, a daily report from the front line of the pro-life movement, discussing two worldviews that are driving our culture in opposite directions. From the Median asks, which side of the road are you on? What direction do you want our culture to go? Tune in as we plan the route that takes us back to the culture of life. And now your host, Molly Smith. Good evening and welcome to From the Median, where we are concerned with the middle ground, not just to understand both sides of an argument, but also to awaken the consciences of those who are neutral or indifferent to this, the greatest civil rights movement of all times, the pro-life movement. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. As always, it is just a delight right now to introduce my next guest. I have actually admired this man for a long, long time from afar. Now we're going to admire him from close up. David B. Wright is joining me right now. He is going to be our gala dinner speaker at our convention on March 8th and 9th. He will be our gala dinner speaker on March 8th. David, as many of you know, because I know a lot of you listen to the program, are pro-lifers. And those that don't, you need to become one. But David is the co-founder of an amazing organization called 40 Days for Life. He started and led the global 40 Days for Life movement through its first decade, mobilizing 750,000 volunteers in more than 700 countries across all 50 American states and dozens of nations whose prayers and efforts have saved 14,643 children. I think actually probably more than that right now. The movement brought 177 workers out of the abortion industry and was responsible for closing 96 abortion centers. I don't think there's a more successful program or avenue to go than 40 Days for Life. We're about to start our 40 Days for Life Easter campaign and you're going right through for the next 40 days. It is amazing. It is an absolutely amazing organization and an amazing effort. And it's a movement. It's not just an, it's not an organ. It's a movement that was started by our next guest, David B. Wright. David, so nice to have you with us. Oh my goodness. It is so exciting to be with you. And I cannot wait for our time together here in just a few weeks at the Bringing America Back to Life convention. Absolutely. And, you know, I got to know you and listen to you and watch your work a little bit during the dreadful uh, amendment debacle that's happened here in in Ohio back in, you know, probably most of last year, we were just seeped in it. And um, in November, of course, the, the amendment passed. We have abortion up until birth here in Ohio now, which is unbelievable. I mean, the results of that are that particular amendment fight, David, have actually, you know, the the blinds have fallen off all of us that are really in the movement to see how devastated the the, the culture is. Um, yes. But you were there in the midst of all of this, helping us and guiding us, encouraging us, and, and, and doing a lot of, you know, background stuff for us. And I, I just, the more I, I got to know you via the, the campaign, the more I thought, I got to get David to come and talk. So mm-hmm. thankfully you said, yes, you can come and talk. So <laughs> it's amazing. What do you think about what's going on right now? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm in some ways, I'm very encouraged. In other ways, I'm very challenged by the mm-hmm. current state of affairs. And I think this is really the place where we are right now. So back in June of 2022, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, we all were thankful. We praised God. We thought of all the efforts and investments and time and energy that people have put in to get us to this point. 
But I think for some people, and even to a degree, all of us, we had some sense of feeling like we were further along than we actually were. But we have to realize the Supreme Court did not end abortion. They did not pass some nationwide ban on abortion. They simply said, you know what? We were wrong. There was never a right to abortion in the Constitution. And so as a result, we are sending this decision back to the individual states. And so now we have this 50 state-by-state battleground where we are realizing that we have to be in action And every state is unique and different. And so the reason that I was heavily invested in the Ohio fight is, well, first of all, I I have a lot of personal ties to Ohio. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but my dad was from Ohio, and we would spend many of our Thanksgivings or Christmases in Ohio with family members there. Um, So I had that personal connection. But also during this past year's election campaign in 2023, this was the defining fight as it relates to the pro-life cause. And so not only were people in Ohio rallied up about this, but people across the country, it really weighed on them. And probably a little late to the game, we all started to get involved and invested raising money and bringing in outside help just to do anything we could. But it was probably a little too little and a little too late. But when we saw the defeat and, and, and we mourned with you and with your state, but we all looked at this and said, you know what? This is a clarion call. This is a wake-up call. This is really for all of us across America to look and say, number one, we have to be ready to fight these important fights. And this year of 2024, we're planning on seeing probably 11 states that are going to have similar constitutional amendments to try to enshrine abortion in state constitutions. But also, we have to learn from what happened in Ohio to begin making significant change. And there was a lot of exit polling and other data that helped us to realize how our culture really needs to be awakened to the dignity of the human person, to the the preciousness of life in the womb, to the harm that abortion causes to women and families. So we have a lot of work left to do. So where I'm at at this moment, as a result of what we all experienced in Ohio, is galvanized and fired up and saying, you know what, this is the moment when we need all hands on deck. This is not a moment to grow weary. This is not a moment to step aside or sit back. This is a moment where we need to do everything we can with our time, with our talent, with our treasure, because it's critical that we bring America back to life now for our children and for future generations. Very well said. And that's, that's the challenge that we've got ahead of us, David. That's why I'm so grateful for you to come, you know, to, that you've taken the time to come to, to Cleveland to give your presentation at our, at our uh, Friday night gala dinner, uh, March the 8th. It, it's going to be motivating and, and providing hope to our, to our members and yes. to, and to, it's not necessarily our members. It's to humankind right now. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. it's, it's, it needs to be out there when you look and, we, you know, when we see, as you mentioned, the, the exit polling that we did right after the, you know, at the end of November, we did a, we did the exit polling from this. And when you see how, how devastated the, 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 the whole culture is that there were yes. people that believed that life begins at conception and they still voted for abortion. Yes. You know, that's the thing that we are looking at. And this is why I love your experience with the spiritual side of this. Yes. Well, you know, Molly, I I appreciate you pointing that out because, you know, we look at this and we know, yes, it's a human rights battle. 
But undergirding all of that, this is a spiritual battle. And as people of faith, as people of conscience, we understand that human life is made by God in his image and likeness. He knit us together in our mother's womb. And as a result of that, we know that God treasures life, and he's calling us to rescue those who are being led to the slaughter, and that there is evil in the world, and there is the presence of Satan that is undermining and destroying life. So we have to first begin on our knees. We have to pray. We have to fast. We have to really understand what God is calling each of us to do. Because when we look at the current state of affairs, if you were to look at even what happened in Ohio, look at what is on the slate for what is projected in 2024 in these upcoming 11 states, you would say, with man, this is impossible. For the pro-life movement to win these battles, it's absolutely impossible. The abortion industry, you'd say, David, they have all the money. They've got all the power. They've got the politicians. They've got the much of the courts. How on earth can we do this? And we alone cannot. But with God, all things are possible. Not just easy things, not just politically correct things, all things. And that includes winning victories for life and shifting our culture, bringing America truly back to life. So when we gather together, we will not only talk about the spiritual component, but for each of us, I hope, my prayer, my my challenge for myself as I get ready to come out there to Cleveland is how can each of us discover the calling that God has for us of where we can use our unique skills and talents and experiences and bring them to bear at this critical moment in the way that will have the most life-saving efficacy. If we are willing to do that, if we are willing to step out, I believe with all my heart that God can work through our faithfulness and he can change more hearts and minds and begin to bring about restoration, renewal, and revival of our culture. Again, you know, so so profound what you you know your vision and what you and what you're pointing out to us, David, because it will. There is no. I really do feel this. There's no way that we as man can can actually fight this battle. It is it is an it is a battle between good and evil. It's a battle between God and Satan. And you know, the only thing I always point out to people, the only thing Satan cannot do that God can do is create mankind cannot create man that's his he has no ability to do that god has that ability that is the only god created us god created us and satan yes. cannot do that so what is he going to do if he can't this is one thing he can't do he's going to try to stop god's creation you yes. know so we have to remember what the battle is about and it is absolutely about the spiritual warfare that's going on. We are in the thick of it. And as we look around us, we see, you know, all of the different things that are falling apart. But I'd, I'd say, and I know you do too, the, let's just take it right back to where it started. It starts with the destruction of human life. It does. Yeah. We, and, and we look at Christian social teaching throughout all ages, and it's always built upon the unique dignity of the human person. And if we understand that God made each and every one of us unique and different and special and precious and sacred in his eyes, and that's not just us, but that's every member of our human family, that will help awaken us to the fact that we need to be engaged. Mm-hmm. We need to be involved. And the thing that I think it's, 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 
you know, I've been to 33 states since the overturn of Roe, and I've been working on the front lines with activists and leaders, and I've seen the best of the best, and I've seen the worst of the worst situations, states that have completely prohibited and restricted abortion to states that have had an explosion in the increase of abortions due to more lax um, uh, guidelines and laws as it relates to abortion. And the one thing that I've seen constant across all of this is the realization that at this moment, we need to approach the challenge we're facing differently than the way we've done it before. Yes, we need to understand the spiritual nature of it, but strategically and tactically, we need to do things differently than we've done them before. So this is a moment that calls for innovation. This is a moment that calls for new ideas. And this is a moment that calls for everybody who's listening to us now and those who will be at the gala and at the convention, for each of us to say, we've got a unique role at this moment. Mm -hmm. We have something we're supposed to do that can help to bring about transformation in this unique and new landscape we are in. And when we embrace that and when we link arms together, with others, I believe we're going to start to see change like we have never seen it before. I believe the best days of the pro-life movement are right on the horizon ahead of us, and it just requires each of us to step in to the role that we are called to participate in. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because that's exactly what, you know, we sat down our, our, our board. We, we don't have a big board. We have a tiny little board, which we keep it that way because then we don't do work with ourselves. We do work with, <laughs> with the movement. Um, but we sat down and said exactly the same thing. And it's so interesting that you say that you're hearing this from around the country, that yes. we have to think of it doing. We have focused all our attention for the most part for the last 50 years on the legal overturning of Roe v. Wade, on the legality of all of this. And now we've seen that we have to change. It's mm-hmm. While that's important, of course it's important. It is it is secondary, and you know I've been saying this over and over and over again. Even during the during the uh, the battle in in um, last year, um, I, I was I constantly kept saying, culture is politics is downstream from culture. And my goodness, was it ever proven? You know, so the culture is what we're looking at right now. The 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 politics, the legalities of all of this. This, of course, they're important. But we have to focus, go, take all our focus and go back into the culture. And you, yes. this is why I'm so excited that you're going to be coming here and, and you have got <laughs> such, you've got such vision, David, and you've got such passion for this that it's very important that people hear this because I'm sure you've, you've experienced this and maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. But people are, people are sort of in a little bit in shell, shell shocked right now. That's right. In Ohio. You know, they don't know what to do. There's that sort of, what do I do now? What do I do now? Everything I've been doing all my life, it doesn't seem to be worked. It's, you know, completely falling apart. What do you say to those people? Well, if there are people of faith, I first of all say, trust God, because he's got a plan in all of this. You look throughout human history and there have been massive setbacks against God's plan, but yet he was still divine. He was still able to affect change through those who were faithful to him. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to look very honestly at the landscape. One of the great gifts you had is because of this election, because of the exit data, the polling data, you now know the reality of the lay of the land. Believe me, it's not encouraging and it is challenging. But what it does is it tells us where we need to work how we need to work to change hearts and minds, how we need to help people understand the beauty, the dignity of the human person in the womb, how we need to walk alongside women more than ever before in the midst of the messiness of 
a, an unexpected pregnancy, how we need to work in the political and the legislative sphere. We are getting a clear roadmap of what's required, and each of us can find out where can I make a difference. Now, the other thing I am so excited about is I have heard about for years. I've never been a part of Bringing America Back to Life before. I've heard about this for years and years and years, and many of my great friends and leaders in the pro-life movement who have spoken at past events have told me about it. I've never been there when I was looking, Molly, at the lineup of people you have this year to speak to those who will be in attendance, I thought this is the right group of presenters for the right time for such a time as this. You have some of the most articulate leaders and voices and passionate advocates and people with knowledge, people with expertise who will be able to equip and empower every person in attendance with skills, with needed skills at this moment in this new landscape, and they will be able to help us, all of us, walking out of that convention. It's not enough to just say, this is my pro-life commitment for the year. I want to bring America back to life. No, what we do there together is we are going to get ready to go back out into the battlefield. And we're going to be equipped. We're going to be empowered. We're going to be mobilized. And I can't wait to see what great things happen as a result of it. So Thank you from the bottom of my heart for putting together such an amazing lineup, such an amazing event. And I really believe the person who's listening to us right now, if they're not already registered, register, come, be a part of this event. It will be historic and it will help shape the future, not only of Ohio, but of our entire nation. Together with God, we can see transformation that will change the course of human history. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that, because I, I believe, I totally believe that this, every year people say to me, how did you come, how did you choose these speakers? Honestly, <laughs> David, I have no clue. I don't know how the speakers come together, but every year for this is the 15th year, every single year, it has absolutely meshed. We've got the exact right speakers for the, and we come up with the exact, with the, 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 the theme for every year. People keep, you know, they'll ask me at the, at the end of this one, they'll ask me, what's the theme for next year? I say, I have no clue. God will provide it. <laughs> and the theme for this year is Genesis 1:27, which of course is, so God created mankind in his own image he created them man uh, he created the man and woman male and female he created them that Mm -hmm. is our theme this is the time when we need to focus on that we've got to focus on what does god want of us right now and I, i you're right i mean i think it's something that um is is so it's it's this time and you know when you think about it david that we it's 50 years in the making to get us to the to the point of understanding yes that you know while the legal side of things are important it is actually the 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 fundamental bottom line which is where you started and and you and have grown from there with understanding that god wants us to Turn to him to understand who he is and then, and then, then to follow him, follow him every day. And I, I'm so, I'm so grateful that you put this vision out there and that you will be here sort of looking at this. What do you say about what you've seen since, since the, since the, uh, and I, and I have to talk from a, from a personal perspective and from a, sure. a very, you know, from, from, a, from an Ohio perspective when you, when you see the fact that, you know, we, this devastation happened, but I did see that there was a lot of unity during this time. There's, mm-hmm. There is unity, but I I also see that there's all different kinds of approaches. How are we going to bring all these approaches together? And maybe we don't. Maybe it's a matter of everybody needs to 
I, I don't know. I mean, what do you see about in this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think really what I'm seeing right now is that we had had multiple states where there were different initiatives or, or fights on the ballot. Ohio was the most clear. It was the one that was the most egregious pro-abortion measure. It was the one where there was the most confusion amongst the general populace. And it was the one that really, I think, revealed the dark underbelly yeah, yeah. of the backlash of the overturn of Roe versus Wade. And so as a result, I, I mean, I, and I hate that I have to say this, but I believe that there's a silver lining even in the midst of this dark cloud, which you. is I agree the rest you. of the nation saw in Ohio where things have gone wrong and are awakening to the fact that we need to move forward differently and that we need to overcome the things that you have experienced. And that's not saying that Ohio, it's too late and nothing can be done. A lot of great things can and will be done. But I think that Ohio really galvanized pro-life America Mm -hmm. to say we have to do things differently. differently. We have yep. to do more, and we have to do it more strategically and innovatively than we've ever done it before. And I'm seeing that all across the nation that people are getting active who've never been active before because they realize this is the moment that we were made for. This is the moment we were put on this earth to fight this fight, to win these battles, and to do everything we can to be a voice for those who have no other voice. I I totally agree with you, and I think this is this is what we this is why it's so timely that we've got this convention coming on, and that God put it in our hearts way back fifteen years ago to start doing this because I think every mm-hmm. this is now it's sort of and 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 it will go on. I, I don't think even if even if we are, are able to pass a personhood um, resolution and get it passed it in the courts and all the rest of it, even then we are still going to always be fighting this this issue. So we've got to keep vigilant. We've got to keep going forward. We've got to keep doing what, what he wants us to do. And, you know, right now we've just started 40 Days for Life again, as I, as I mentioned. This is the Lenten 40 Days for Life. It's about to start on Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday. Yes. So it, it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing to see God's timing. But we have to be open to, to seeing it. We have to be ready to receive it, too. Absolutely. And and for everyone who, whether you've ever participated in a 40 Days for Life, or maybe you're just saying, what is this 40 Days for Life about? It's an opportunity for each of us to join God in the transformative work he wants to do in our communities. Where does abortion happen? It happens in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our cities. Children are dying. Women are being wounded. And so if our hearts, if we allow them to be broken for what is happening here, then we say, how do we respond to that? And as people of faith, we have to pray, and during this Lenten season, we can fast, whether it's fast from one type of food or one meal a day or whatever that fasting entails to give up something to allow us to draw closer to God and allow him to work through us. But then we go to those places in the public right-of-way peacefully to be there to pray and hold vigil outside of these abortion centers and to offer hope to those going in and to awaken our communities to this injustice, this terrible evil of abortion. So all of these things happening at the same time, America waking up to the reality of what's happening, Ohio still suffering and, and, and mourning from this horrific defeat, but saying, you know what, we are not going down. We are people of resilience. We will come back. And to have this season of Lent leading up to Easter as we pray and fast and give almsgiving, this is a moment for all of us to say, 
I can be a part of the solution. I can be a part of changing history. And one day, Molly, I believe we're going to be accountable not only to God, but I also believe we're going to be accountable to our children and grandchildren Mm -hmm. about what did you do at this crucial moment? Mm-hmm. This was the moment when Ohio needed you. This was the moment when America needed you. This was the moment God was calling you to the front lines. What did you do? Mm-hmm. And today, and at the Bring America Back to Life Convention, we get to decide the answer we're going to give to our children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's going to be an answer of, I was on the front lines doing everything I could. I was making a life-saving difference. Absolutely. David B. Wright will be here with us on March the 8th at 7 o'clock. He'll be our gala dinner speaker. Go to our website, bringingamericabacktolife.org to register. Remember that we have sold out for the past six years. We will sell out. We're on track to sell out again. So don't wait. Make sure you, you are there. Make sure you get your tickets before we sell out. David has advised so many of today's pro-life leaders, and he is currently helping hundreds of organizations work out where do we go next david b right thank you so much for being with us absolutely can't wait to meet you when you get to cleveland i can't wait thank you so much for having me thank you god bless you lots bye-bye don't go anywhere i will be back with you right after this very short break with another world-class inspiring guest <music> 